Welcome to our final piece of Halloween for this month. Um, you know when you go to like a fancy party and there's a cheese platter and there's lots of different cheeses on it? This is like that, but with spooky things. So, <laughs> this is the School for Wayward Nerds presents Spooky Cheese Platter of Horrific Icons. <laughs> <laughs> Werewolves are around, wolves make no sound, gremlins are creeping around, monsters sleeping, skeletons are dancing while the vampires bite. Ladies and future boys, we have returned to Max Comics and Collectibles for a final taste of Halloween. One big finale of the greatest holiday on earth. I am your horrific host, Tombstone Toby Depola. I'm joined oh, by our... name for yourself. Yep. I, I miss Tokyo Toby. Well, that's that's when we have Chinese New Year episode. Oh, Tokyo That's racist as fuck. I'm joined by our petrifying producer, Kaizilla Frankenstein, which is actually what you're under in my phone. Um, as I usual, am. we also have Megan the Macabre Chikatilo and Terminal Trey, um, White Collar Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking assholes. <laughs> um, the yep, the P in trade piece and stands for phantasm, probably as well, just to keep the theme going. And what misadventure in Max Comics would be complete without the the late Sean McGoldrick? Oh, <laughs> may, oh, may, may, he, may he rest in peace. <laughs> I'm sure people would want that. That's <laughs> what the children. <laughs> All the death. Yep. Today we pay homage to pieces of horror, people who are as scary as a jack-o'-lantern with a turd in it. Um, the choices the choices to do our final episode of Halloween were sort of too vast to pick, so we decided to throw a quick sample out here and there to our listeners. Um, who wants to take the wheel first on in this horrific hearse? Well, the first one we had down was Slasher. Alright, who had you Slasher? You also haven't explained what we're doing. I did, it's just a few little samples of all sorts of stuff. So we're telling you about all the different spooky stuff. He did he, he yeah. did. Well, we we're going to do a top 10, but it got too complicated, so we ditched it. So, Trey, you want to start us off with <laughs> a yeah, slasher? Who wants to it? Yeah. That's spooky. Yeah, who, who had yeah. slasher first? Trey. Okay. No shit. <laughs> I just said Trey, start us off. Oh, the doors. Um, I picked the big horse. Oh, yeah. I wonder who I picked, Sean. Um... A horse. Bananas and pajamas. Yes. They've actually killed lots of people. Did <laughs> you read it? <laughs> Why? What? I don't know. Someone started ringing me. I can't send my notes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> who was the rat? That's dad. Lena? <laughs> no, the rat who lived with the bananas. He had a store. Um, he was a shady his motherfucker. His name was like... He's just, just like, I, I want to give you the person that you're talking about. Don't want it to be spooky. His name was like Dr. Dr. Cheese or something ridiculous. I'm going to Google it. Alright, you Google that. Um, I can't spell (laughs) Bananas. You can't spell Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Rat in a hat. Oh, shit. Well, that was close to Mr. Cheese. It wasn't. I'll spell what I'm um, I picked Jason <laughs> Voorhees, obviously. We've already left yeah. the station. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Jameson is like synonymous as fuck with horror despite being a Friday the 13th instead of Halloween. Yeah. But like that hockey but mask. This is a good year for it because there's a Friday the 13th this year of October. It's coming up. Yeah. No, it's in the past. <laughs> no, there's one coming up because the girls have a haunted house. In the past. Oh, yeah, in the past because it's in October and this is, yeah, good yeah, run. It's the first time I've remembered. Potatoes. Um, yeah, he's from Friday the 13th. Oh, he first appeared in Friday the 13th. Wow. In 1980, but it's not the Jason. He's not recognisable for a few movies, is he? Fucked up little kid. Right yeah. at the end. I like that bit, that's funny. That is fun right there. Um, and yeah, he's. He was like a little disabled kid at the camp, and everyone picked on him because the world's shit get over it. And everyone like was chasing him, bullying him, and he fell in the lake and drowned. And all the like cancel people were too shit to save the dying disabled kid, mm. which is pretty mean. And then later on, his mom started killing people for revenge. And then when she dies, that makes him come back to avenge her. So it's a weird Avenger circle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I love. Any any time I think of Jason, I, I get caught up on him walking through doors. It fucking makes me Have cry. Have seen that film? Multiple movies. He just walks through closed doors. Just, he just completely ignores shut doors, and the way he does it, and he's got that. When he steps through, he's got that blank hockey mask face. He just looks. He looks like such a weird idiot. I love it. It's like the kicking the door thing, but he just walks through and it just smashes to pieces. And he's just like, "I'm here, bitches." Yeah. (laughs) All I can get in my head is the um, the video game, the shitty video game that just came out, and all the glitches that you're showing me out of that. Some of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like when they when they were jousting and they had the car on top of the other car. They were trying to launch it into a lake. It didn't work. It just went. It just went straight up. Um, yeah, everyone knows him from his hockey mask, which mm. he didn't even get to like halfway through number three, which I find funny. Yeah, come the bag. Learning about Jason Voorhees is weird because there's there's no hockey mask Jason in the first movie, and he's also not the killer in the first movie. Yeah, mm. that's kind of a good thing though that it's not just the same. Mm. Like it's not. The obvious. Do, do you have a favourite Friday the 13th movie? I'm a little bitch and I like the remake. Yeah. Just because I appreciate modern CGI, not like the old days where it's just like you can see the extra in the background with the tomato sauce bottle. Oh, you can, de- <laughs> you can definitely see a ponchy guy in a red shirt pushing but, over the Christmas tree in Gremlins 1 if you look for him. It's very yeah. funny. <laughs> I know, I like all of them, but that's why I like the remake because it yeah. references them all. Like he has a potato bag and then he finds the hockey mask. Is that the shit. one with the mannequin guy? Yeah. Talk about him. Yeah, so Jason's in this weird dude's attic and it's just like a hoarder thing at the start of the remake. And this is when he gets the hockey mask and the guy, he's, the he's a famous actor. He's in lots of shit that everything I can think of is like horror movies that no one knows. That doesn't matter, keep going. Um, and he can hear something in the attic, so he's looking for him. And he pulls back the curtain, and there's a mannequin, and he starts like caressing it, saying, "Like, remember when you took my virginity?" And it's got a name. <laughs> and this that... is why I tried to say in the Halloween episode, mm. "You go for the killer," because you're like, 
Get that fucker, Jason. He's weird. <laughs> Get him out of here. Um, I think my favorite Friday the Thirteenth is Jason X. See, that Fuck, that's such a fun be time because they have their serious movies and then they go, let's take the piss out of alien movies. Yeah, let's let's balls to the wall this shit show. Yeah, it's but then you watch like Nightmare on Elm Street and after the first movie they try and make it funny but still serious and you can't do that. You got to choose one. Yeah, you get your half an hour. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like a lot of them. They're all different. Yeah. Number nine shit. You see him for about ten minutes and then it turns out he's like a demon slug thing that just goes in a body and that's why he can't die. He just takes a different body but it still looks like his. So he's like a swamp thing? Yeah, it doesn't make that's any sense that right. one. And I don't know, there's one where he fights a little girl with mind powers. <gasps> Sounds exciting. But it's the old days, of course. What, what, what about you, Sean? Do you have a favourite? I like the original. Yeah. The original is pretty good. Yeah. Except Kevin Bacon dies... And if he died, who would teach that town that dancing's okay? Exactly. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. No well, more Kevin dance. Bacon's my favourite part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that everyone's always fucking. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All the time. But yeah, the other... Episode, everybody's always fucking. There's, okay. There's just lots <laughs> of respect for a man who kills people with someone else in a sleeping bag. Yeah, that's, that's part of the reason why I love the... In the remake, they lead off with that one. That's one of the first ones. Yeah, but Mm. that's one of the coolest deaths ever. They run back to the camp, and the guy's girlfriend's hung above the bonfire. Yeah, yeah, you have shown me this one. I've seen this one. Yeah, I I like that one because they did make him different. They made him real territorial. Like he doesn't do anything until you come near him. Yeah, and I don't know. I I like that start bit. Mm. Guy runs over to save his girlfriend, and he. Sleeping bag and he just gets bear trapped. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the movies. Yeah, well, well, you can't do a horror month without bringing him up. He's, yeah, he's, he's the he's the king. They're not for everyone's slasher movies, but I think he's the best out of them all. All right, we're we ready to move on to number two. What's number yeah. two? Yeah, Sean is going to give us an education on Tales of the Crypt. Because yeah. <gasps> I'm old oh, and I watched all these. Tailors of the Swift. (laughs) Alrighty. Um, So the cool thing about Tales of the Crypt is it's based on a comic book series. We we like that from the fifties, the EC Comics. Um, So they're all old horror anthology books and all that sort of. But yeah, so was it eighty nine? So that was like when I was a wee laddie. Um, And yeah, so half hour stories. Different themes, horror, sci-fi, some sci-fi, not a lot, but a bit, and then uh, black magic, etc. And you can't have Tales of the Crypt without the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, he, he's a very iconic one too. I've never watched That's an episode, so but I know little yeah, one. I him, but I've never seen the show. Every time I think of it, I think of that other one that they take the piss out of in Futurama. It's mm-hmm. like the same sort of thing. It's like a TV show in every episode. Oh, fucking Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The scary door. Yeah, it's very much like But they much also, like, they pull him off in Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, like that, that this is the, the original. TV showy thing, wasn't it? Um, all that sort of stuff. Was it first or was it Elvira? I think that was first. I'd yeah. Say so. yeah, it's first. It spawned it, yeah. But, um, yeah, so he was like the host with the most sort of thing on all that. Yeah. Um, Cool thing is, like it was all ad- aimed at 
you know, adultish sort of thing, not for the kiddies. Yeah. But the cool thing about it is they made little three seasons of um, a kids one, an animated series. And then also it had spawned off a few TV shows, um, not TV shows, uh, movies on it as well. Yeah. So you had like uh, Demonite, um, Bordello of Blood and Ritual. So Demon Knight was actually really cool because that was um, probably the... That's how I really got into it first because I wasn't allowed to watch the TV show because it was all late and all that yeah. when it came on. So, because well, I was, what, eight then? And then, yeah, and I don't think we didn't actually get it here until later on down the track. It was all repeats anyway. For the sake of arguing, what's the name of Elvira's show? Um, it would this? actually be Moving Vampiro was first. Because Vampire is from the 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Vampire would so have been the first, like... She had her own TV show, yeah. Yeah, righto. For all those at home, a fun bit of trivia. Um, if you ever see the Vampire premium format, if you brush the outfit to the side, she got full knit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, because there was one in a display case in the store in town and someone had bumped it in the costume, like... Went to the side and no one done anything about it for like six months. It was wow. Toby did it. Toby did it. If I'd known, I would have done it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much. I do like those shows that just take you on a tour of all that sort of well, shit. Well, that's basically where this episode came from. Hmm. We're taking you on a journey through stuff that's called for Halloween. Yeah, if you want to see spooky shit, just like get into any of these things spooky shit like Jada Pinkett Smith before she was with Will Smith Mm. (laughs) Jada Pinkett minus the Smith that's it yeah she's Jada Pinkett yeah (laughs) my memory's not good enough to remember if we mentioned this but like each thing's a different category yeah so like whatever kind of thing you want to get into yeah and also those three movies Jada Pinkett Smith like in Demon Knight yeah uh Corey Coleman, which one of them? Oh. He's in Bordello of Blood, and then the Ritual even has an even better one there for the old mm-hmm. horror stuff. Tim Curry. Oh, oh yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Corey Feldman, does he do something that really fucks everything up for everybody else? Yeah, basically in uh, Bordello of Blood, he's like pretty much the same character from Lost Boys. God, good movie. Damn straight. Is anyone doing that in this? No, <laughs> it's not good enough for you though. <laughs> what is the next one there, Kyle? Our next one has appeared on the cover of Femme Fatale five times. She is the one, the only, Can Mistress of the Darkness. Toby, what? Just kidding. So yeah, of course it's Elvira, or as you may not know her, Cassandra Peterson. Hmm. Which, just so you know, the actual woman that plays her is Cassandra Peterson. Yep. The, the character is Elvira. Um, Why hasn't she changed her name? What, officially? I don't know. So, <laughs> she is from um, Kansas and she was born in 1951. Yep. Um, basically, at the age of 17, she went on a trip to Las Vegas with her parents and was like, I'm not coming home. I want to be a showgirl. And so they like broke all the rules in Vegas and let her be a showgirl. She just wasn't allowed to be on the stage. Yeah. Um, and through that, she met 
a bunch of people. She's had a really good film career and everything. Um, and then she started at, at a comedy club where she used to do this like preppy valley girl um, impersonation. Which is pretty much the voice she still uses. Yeah, so um, the KHJTV were looking for like a new vampire person. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we love your like valley girl routine. But what if we put you in like the vampire costume? And she's like, no. No, that's like, I'm not, that doesn't mix. I'm not that kind of person. And so they came up with her. Like, meaning it's too slutty. It's literally the mancani from Borat. Yeah, but like. I got to interrupt. She's not 17 anymore, is she? What now? Yeah, because. No, she just. Why is that too slutty? She didn't want to like. It's not that it was too slutty, it was that. It had been done. Yeah, like, why bring back a character? You're ruining me. Vampirella pulp stuff. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was more that, like, she didn't want to recreate a character that had been done. Yeah. She didn't want to be hacky like a Marvel comic and just rip off um, something that already happened. Oh, she, you went there. Oh, fuck you. DC, whose new thing's called Rebirth after, like, Oh, we can rip off our own We can rip off our own stuff. That's fine. They'd already taken it back. Yeah. Um, we, we, we don't mix race. We keep it incestuous in we DC. We make it Aquaman. So I don't know she, she had her TV show where she would show off like all these old school films and everything. Mm. Um, but she developed the cult following just because like all of her clips into the movies were basically sexual innuendos. Yeah, she is. And everyone just loved it. Mm, she's fucking really good at them. And so from that, she's now gone into... Like, she's had two of her own movies. Um, mm. She's in Scooby-Doo, basically, as herself. She's when? Uh, she's in the, she's in in the, the first Lego Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, no, that doesn't matter. I watched um, that entire stupid thing because she was in it. <laughs> Very <laughs> Have you watched the TV show Search for the Next Elvira? Yeah? Yes. And that girl Same only lasted the... And then Elvira was like, we're not going to do that again. Yeah. I don't but, think like, it's a replaceable really thing. With, like, the gay community and that, because she's not... Like, she goes there and she's like, oh, honey, this is how you do good boobs. Because she's like a B-cup, but her tits are ginormous. Mm. Like, when she actually puts on the costume. Um, and this year is her final year at Knott's Creek Farm. Yeah. Um, but one of like the really interesting facts that I find about it is that last year she did an interview with um, Chris Hardwick on the Nerdist podcast. Yep. And um, when she was, I think it was about two, she tipped boiling water all over herself and had um, scalding marks to 35% of her body. So she like when she puts on the Elvira costume, she had to make sure that it covers all of her, like, scars and that, because she was one of the first people to um, have skin grafts. Hmm. And she's like, they're great, she was but a guinea pig for it that. looks terrible. Hmm. Yeah, so she's like, it's cool, because I'm spooky under the costume. I'm <laughs> come up, because my argument before wasn't going to work, so... She, like, was worried about me seeing them in the costume, but she did nude photo shoots. 
Yeah, um, yeah like when she was when she was a go go dancer in um, Las Vegas, she used to come in three hours before all of the other dancers because they used to cover all of her like skin grafts mm. in like paint. thick paint. Mm. Oh. Lead base. Lead base. Um, <laughs> but she actually owns all of the rights to her like costume, theme mm. music. She owns her all own of brand. her stuff. Yeah, she she shim shammed herself into like owning the character. Yeah. So what happened as they started the TV company owned everything, and as they started going out of business, she um, they're like, oh, we kind of have to give you a raise, but we don't have enough money. And she's like, no, no, that's fine. Can I own the rights to the music? And they're like, yeah, 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 sure. And then it would roll around again. And they're like, we kind of owe you a bonus, but we don't have anything. And she's like, no, no, no that's fine. I'll just take the rights to the name Elvira. And so, like, she slowly, like, <laughs> bonus by bonus, stole all of the rights to everything. And then when the TV company shut down, they were like, oh, we, we don't own you anymore. Like, you can go and do whatever you want. I know, I've been scheming. But it's the smartest thing to do ever. Secretly so. in the becker, and she... she planned the whole demise of the TV yeah. company. Uh, pretty much. She's yes, corporate takeover and everything. She's like, run the stocks. They oh. lost like everything from that, but because they own the rights, no one can bring anything back. She is like the sole thing to live out of that TV company. Mm. So, they should make a movie of them, Pharrell versus Elvira. I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh. Yeah, I suppose one is Supernatural and the other one's like a scheming woman who watches movies. So... <laughs> That would be tough. That'd be tough to deal with her. Um, yeah, if you if you got nothing going on, definitely watch her movies, um, Mistress of the Dark and Haunted Hills, because they just pick the shit out of every classic horror trope. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah. Can I be a really horrible person and point out I'm correct? About what? Everyone keeps telling me that it's Vampirella. It's not. It's Vampira. Yeah. Okay, good. But it's got L's in it. Yeah. Are you no. talking about the one in the comic book? Look, look, there's two. There's the lady who had the big no, eyebrows and looked like a dude, and there was the chick in the mankini. But that's she was taking off after Vampire. Uh, yeah, but I don't know this Vampire shit. Vampire, not Vampire. Chicks who do nothing. Vampire was basically Elvira of the fifties. Her show ran from fifty four to fifty five, and Elvira's is from like the eighties. When, yeah, when did um, Elvira start? Um, with movie Macabre. Just just as a character, first appearance. Um, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, so she was first. There you go. She was before Tales of the Crypt. That's mistress. And she's still running it. Like she still does that stuff. There was Man, there was that Hulu redo. I remember year. going to Video Easy in. Brisbane. Mm. Yes. She started in 1970. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And she's still running today. Awesome. But I remember going into Video Easy in Brisbane when I was younger. And when Elvora was the big rage in the early 90s. Mm. In that, or late 80s. And, yeah, you would have loved it. Big cutout poster, I remember, on the wall. Like, one of those standee style ones. Mm. Of her just doing the whole, hate me like one of your pretty French girls. Oh, I'd be drilling holes yeah. in that wall. Yeah, you would. <laughs> um... I, I remember getting sort of into horror stuff a little bit. Like, uh, mostly just the outdated crap. I was going to say, what, in like six months from now? No, no, no. You don't like horror. 
All right, let, let me rephrase. I like really bad black and white movies that are put in the bin. You like pulp stuff and big red. Mm. Yeah, I'm big red as fuck. Mm. That's who I am as a person. Oh. I got me a but, huge big red playlist all ranked up, ready for Bub's number two to turn up. Yeah. Those night feeds, I'm going to watch so much of that crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember going into the stores, like all the geeky stuff, when I was in Melbourne, and being like, oh, this, these kind of shows like this, Tales of the Crypt, will help me find more garbage. And it, they're all in the big clamshell. And I go to the guy at the counter, are these, what region are these? And he's like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You're the only person that wants them ever. Yeah, because the, the price tag is like right over that part on the back of the DVD. I'm like, I guess I'll, I'll put it back. What's on the inside of the clamshell? I can't get anywhere near it. You could. And he's like, who gives a shit what region is? I'm like, oh, okay. Me if I want to fucking watch it. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, um, that Haunted Hills movie is just a shot for shot rip off of um the pendulum mm. it's like because I, I watched that first and then watched the pit and the pendulum okay. so it's fucking so bizarre to go back and watch this movie um yeah what, what, what else you got there Kyle? wicker um, man no we have <laughs> Meg telling us about creatures of the night oh okay later I, I had to move it because Sean had like two really close together, so I'm like sitting here that. trying to rearrange the list really quickly. Okay, so creatures of the night, I got a werewolf. Yep. It's, it's a doggo. I like doggos. Uh, I guess that makes sense that you picked it. Yeah. Um, so, how do I say that again? Lycanthrope. Lycanthrope. Like They're also known as I thought they were Well, that's the, well, that's the, that's the, the slang. Lycanthrope is the full name. When I come into the store, I don't say hello, Caucasians. I say, what's going on, whiteys? You know, you just shorten it. <laughs> Sorry for derailing that. <laughs> I really fucked things up. I'm leaving. I'm done. I haven't even started it. I'm done. Um, <laughs> and this is being number four. We did it. Um... So they're a mythological of folklore, like tale of a wolf person. Uh, they shape shift into a wolf during like full moon, or in you know, other cases, it's just whenever the moon's out at night. I remember watching Boring the um, yeah, movie of Sean. Yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah. Spoon. Um, so they're featured in a lot of modern film and half film. Twilight. Get in the bin, Twilight. Twilight, they're not like they're lycanthropes, but they don't need the moon to change because it's a spirit change. Yeah, Look, not, they're American they're Indian. Like, none, none of that shit's historically accurate with their yeah. little so boys like, and such. They're kind of like the Hulk in that movie. Like they're yeah, angry and then yeah, they're yeah. I'm disappointed you related I'm the Hulk sorry. to the Twilight series. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid our friendship ends and, now. And <laughs> That's my secret, Captain America. I'm always doggo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's typically like they are a werewolf through a curse. So they've like been bitten or scratched by another mm. werewolf. How they get their thing. Um, they always kind of look like the big bad wolf. 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially well, in that mood. That's what Damn I was going great. to ask. Do you guys like your werewolves? They turn into a wolf or they turn into like a big thing with like super strength? Like, like more supernatural. Yeah, you yeah, want you yeah. want like a mangy huge like freak guy. Yeah, you don't just want like oh no I'm turning into dog. The yeah. ones on Buffy are pretty good. Take like, take me for yeah. It it all depends. Yeah. Like it depends on the story. If they do it well, cool. Like American Werewolf from London, he turns into a friggin' giant black dog. Is that the one where he talks to like his victims in his head? Yeah, he sees. I love that shit. No, that's Teen no, Wolf. That's Teen Wolf. That's the movie with the I cock in it. You like the TV, <laughs> TV show? Oh, okay. Emma watches TV show. Yeah, Emma does. Yeah. Every time we come over, it was on the TV. I'm like, what the hell is this? She got right into that one. Anyway. Up in the guts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too far. Too far. We're losing this this trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's alright. I think you lost him at Wadi. Yeah. <laughs> Shout, Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean. Sean. Yeah. No, no, you no, should. No, oh, no, Sean. Sean, hey, how are you going? It's your birthday today. Happy birthday. If, it's not like, if you're not Sean and you're listening to this, hey, man. What's <laughs> up? That's a joke. Oh, dude. Uh, so, um. Yeah, werewolves. Where, where yeah, they come what, from? What's, like? what's everyone's favourite werewolf movie? Then? I would say my real answer, but I know Sean will. Cry. Yep, so step I'm going to say the American Dad episode where they think Steve is a werewolf which is <laughs> weird timing. <laughs> what? You know the one where um, like all the friends think Steve's a werewolf and like they chain him to the bed oh, and yeah, someone yeah. like kidnaps him and the dog comes in and shit? That is good. And then, yeah, because Roger has a pet wolf and then at the end he decides that he'd rather a rat or snake and he calls it Mr. Noisy Tush. <laughs> I had a great time with... um strippers versus werewolves because it like puts it in the shared universe with zombie strippers i was just gonna say that was the but sequel or the it's like some sort of it's, it's a shared universe it, yeah because classy the, very classy because the um the strip club owner from zombie strippers is in an insane asylum after the events but the makeup and effects and that are oh they're a bit rough they're a bit like all things you enjoy <laughs> yeah by my standards they're a bit rough so that's a problem i wonder what sean will say yeah well you're gonna say your favorite is the same as mine yeah, that's why I have to change it. Yeah. That's okay. Well, trade. No, I've got others, but yeah, so. The, the twist ending at the end of Love Bites was disappointing, so fuck yeah. that movie. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to say Dog Soldiers because Trey likes it too. But <laughs> it's, it's damn good. But I've got tons of werewolf ones that I love. Like, there's Dog Soldiers, of course. Mm-hmm. Old School Howling, good stuff. Uh, and Soldiers. Silver Bullet. That's my first yeah, werewolf. Yeah, I like movie. Silver so, Bullet because. I try to show you my death metal song that's like <laughs> actually explains scenes. Yeah. And yeah, but Dog Soldiers was good because not enough horror movies people actually stand a chance. Yeah. But they're all military. Mm. So it's a bit better. And that's why they don't all die immediately. Yeah. Instead of having like a one hour build up and half hour action like most movies. That was cool. Like right from the start when they're in that one where they're getting attacked as they're running through those that pine grove and then they, the werewolves are just coming through and slices the sergeant and just tears his guts open all yeah. and the captain or whatever and he's just like oh sausages and he's like pulling his intestines in so it's the best I uh, like how the whole movie they're just like arguing about the world cup like yeah <laughs> yeah that's no, good um yeah. I think oh now mummy aside I think werewolves are drastically underrated 
Yeah, this, like, there if you be... think about the old school things, mm. like, no one ever talks about the Wolfman. Mm. Yeah, cool. He doesn't get enough play. Everyone just talks about Dracula, but that used to be he has a weird moustache. Uh-huh. And there was that one movie where he had, like, hair-shaped, like, tits. Yeah, that was just awkward. Yeah. Pretty sure that was... That was Dracula. Yeah, yes. Alright, well, Kai, do you have a favourite werewolf? Um, I'm going to recommend a book. Ew, go on. The Phantom Ship. It's where shit. a um, femme fatale transforms into a wolf. Lady werewolf. Lady werewolf. <gasps> Ginger snaps. <gasps> That's another werewolf one yes. you should check out. Um, one shit. and two. I thought you were talking about biscuits. Right, right, they're cool too. There's cookies and screens that M&M's at the moment with Oreo filling. I'm so tempted to get them on my mistakes. Um, but lichens have been around since like ancient Greece. Oh fuck! Yeah. Now they're calling them lichens. Underworlds of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't call them werewolves in that. No, they're all lichens. Lichen sounds more emo-y, so I'll probably use cool. that instead. Um, speaking of creatures of the night, Toby, can you tell us about the fish man? Oh, he's a spooky oh. creature. Oh, before you get into this, yep. have you heard about the new movie that comes out this year? What? Aquaman. No, it's, <laughs> it's a horror movie. Snowman? No, it's... Oh. We're talking about... Creature of Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon, here. Yeah. yeah, but the snowman one's called. Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with the Thanks, mate. Hey, the snow is like... Snow is water. water. And water is where the lagoon is, and it's, it's connected. I don't know what movie it was, but I saw a, I saw a snowman rape a girl to death in one of these horror movies we were researching. That was real life. That was Jack Frost. <laughs> it's um, funny. Actually, I think yeah, he that's... does do that movie. Where, where was his carrot in that scene? Because it wasn't on his face, everybody. There's a, there's a new movie coming out. I don't oh. know. Like I think it's called like The Shape of Water, and the director's like... Oh, Glimmer del, movie, it's right? Glimmer del Toro. Yeah, and it's mm. about like the weird chick that works in the like secret government lab, and in one of the rooms they've got like a fish dude. It's, it's just pretty much, yeah, it's, Abe, it's the origin of Abe. Yeah, Abe's I Abe hope not because the director flat out said, "Oh, the plot's about them falling in love," and you bet there's a proper sex scene. Oh yes, like of the fish oh dude you're gonna see a shit. blue dick stick it in my gills. Yeah. <laughs> the director said that shit. it's gonna be the next big blue dick and screen since Doc Manhattan well if fish sex has taught me anything what's going to happen is he's going to try and get her to egg on the floor so he can oh, finish no, onto those so you can make a cum and moving yeah. on to classic monster alright so <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I've had the um, universal horror stuff like I've had the blu-ray for ages but I finally popped in my creature of the black lagoon for this episode so this 1954 horror movie was one of the, you know, those classic ones, like a Bride of Frankenstein. Is Phantom of the Opera in that bucket? No. Whatever. Dracula. Yeah, he's there. Uh, Invisible Man. Mm, that's what I'm thinking of. The yeah. Mummy. Yeah. Original, not either, not, not. remakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of those ones that are currently getting ruined by Tom Cruise and his shared universe bullshit. Mm. Um. And speaking of modern day stuff, um, I think that's what makes this one special out of all those classic monsters, is that it does feel modern. Like, it's very survival horror. Whereas typically a lot of those ones are just like exposition for six hours and then five minutes of villain at the end. Yeah. But in in this one, um, the scientists, uh, they find this big ass hand fossil in the Amazon and they go to find some more. 
and all, all the cliff faces wash down into a lagoon at the bottom, which is where they go. Um, and this, he, he immediately builds a dam to keep him in. So it's like... He's a beaver. Yeah. But that's sort of... He knocks I, I felt like that was very increase. a very modern idea compared to some of those other ones that we were watching. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, and, you know, typical cliche classic movie thing the monster wants to burn the woman in the movie there is only one woman there is a theme going through there fish got a bone mm. hound hound <laughs> before he said that they just built a dam it just made me think of Donald Trump and build a wall yeah let's yeah. well, well, talk about in. game yeah. politics let's talk about made up shit that's oh I don't know it's okay. pretty fucking spooky yeah no. have, you, um, have you seen him he's got little hands and a red face so, so this film was released in three back when 3D was cool and not just a fucking bullshit gimmick brought on by the success of fucking Avatar. But we watched the 2D version and it was it was fun enough. It this the thing I like about old horror is there'll be a few shots here and there that just give me a chuckle. Um, so oh, this one's got the best gif out of all of them. Um, the one where he's just walking around like throwing yeah, shit and kicking. Fuck this. Fuck yeah. this thing too. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he does bash a lot of stuff and he slaps a lot of people. Yeah, nice. well he can't talk. Yeah. Um, yeah what, he, he, there's no facial movement on that thing. He's just like, there, there's this moment where they <laughs> capture him and put him into Garbage. like... So he, they're not sure like how if he breathes air or water. He's amphibian, so he's sort he of... He's bisexual but lungs. <laughs> um... <laughs> And they put him in this underwater enclosure, and he just sits still in the water. He's got the goofiest fucking googly-eyed frog face in the world. He's not a threat. I just want to. I just. I couldn't help but laugh at his dumb head. I think you actually paused the film so that we could stare at it for a while. Yeah, I, I started to cry. I was giggling so hard because he's just sitting there, just staring blankly in this cage, doing fuck all. And anytime you see him out of land, he's got like that groper, slow-moving mouth. Yeah, he's he's. He doesn't look threatening until he starts beating the shit out of people. Um, another thing we laughed at pretty hard was one of the bird noises in the background of this Amazon that was shot in California was a kookaburra. So, so that was a bit odd. I, I literally uh, thought it was like a kookaburra outside and then we paused the movie and I'm like... How long does it go for? Um, like maybe an hour and a bit. Like... It, it, it's like all old movies it's very slow going so there isn't much to discuss here but I was yeah that's a dumb fucking face describe it Meg <laughs> that's a good description <laughs> um yeah but compared to a lot of those slow old movies it is, it is better than I thought it would be um so but before we move on what is everyone's favourite classical horror thing definitely not Creature from the Haunted Sea well that's not this one this is a B grade version of that Oh fuck, he's got like Simpsons googly eyes on. He looks like a oh, that's fucking awesome. Sesame Street character. <laughs> he does. I gotta go with. Yeah, I gotta go Bride of Frankenstein. I think that was my favourite one that I've watched so far. Original horror character is yeah. Grimace. <laughs> okay. Did you know that he was a villain? Yeah, classic Grimace. Is he the one who was a fucking spider? No. Am I thinking of something no, Grimace else? from McDonald's. Yeah, I am talking about Grimace from Wait, McDonald's. His, his name was like Grimace. The evil or some shit, and he stole everyone's smoothies. What a fucking asshole! Uh, I like the Metal Lunar Mutant because he looks funny. 
My world is blown apart now. Hey, I'll leave Toby and Dad went to a McDonald's and in the drive through they're like, Can I take your order? And Dad goes, Yeah, what's Grimace? <laughs> and they said, Look, I don't know, I said good day. <laughs> okay. Kai, what's your favourite classic horror dude? I'm Dracula. I know who it is. It's Dracula's good. good. Yeah. I'm vampires all the way. I am average white girl. Typical. Yep. Fucking typical. What about you, Meg? Speaking of typical white girls. Hey. Oh. Yeah, this dude. Um. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Stylistically, that What's dude's that? that's cool. The movie's got a different name. Mars Attacks or something. This island Earth. <gasps> yeah. From fifty-five. Classic Grimace. Okay, moving on from Grimace, please. <laughs> My favorite classic one. It's modern classic because it's at least 25 years old so oh, okay. that, that cancer's classic is um, American Wolf and London that's cool but, like I know they're doing these shit remakes but why does no one just like make a real cool old school horror movie because they have a big fan base yeah like, I'm sick of all this bullshit I'm a spooky house we're gonna like possess the wife and then you're gonna get Ed and Lorraine or whatever their names are here yeah. Like, do something old school and cool like that. I do love old school. Well, that's so what um, the guy that did Dog Soldiers wrote. Mm-hmm. Did you see, you would have seen his other one, Descent? Is it Descent? Yeah, that's cool. That's good. It's just, just it's more people. It was basically. funny, though, because me and my mate had a bet on if the chick's going to get out or not. Spoilers. Yeah, fuck spoilers. <laughs> shit. Yeah, we don't, we don't believe in spoilers. <laughs> no, that's true. And we watched the. Not the there was a real version and then they said no that's not positive. Yeah, and the they horror and they changed it. We saw the original one. Yeah, and I won the bet. Oh. But then in the sequel she's out, so I lost yeah. the bet about a week later when we found out. Yeah, a, a good movie for that whole cliche of the people surviving um, was Funhouse Massacre. That's what it's called. Because um, two people get to get out and they're like, hey, we did it. And then the Mexican wrestler villain immediately walks out and like banes the dude and he dies. <laughs> and then the girl's like, he, he gets shot. And the girl's like, yeah, at least I survived. And then on her like way to the hospital, the ambulance crashes and she dies. But I don't always <laughs> like that. Like I watched someone do a playthrough of Until Dawn and that guy, everyone survived. Mm. It was cool because you never see that in mm. horror shit. I feel like the weird rules and lore about who survives in a movie kind of there's no reason for them. It's good either way. I just kill everyone. That's why we're here. Like we can kill the virgin first if you want. Like there's no, I don't, I don't mind. Well, that's why Jason's call. He kills the survivor immediately in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Like every time. Speaking about horror tropes, hmm? every good like horror or black film. As miscellaneous idiot. Trey, who's our miscellaneous idiot? We have Trey. him before. Who is the horrific goofy Sean boy? Sean is a fucking idiot. Trey. Trey Mop. No, I'm not even a <laughs> I love you. movie here. Oh, okay. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked about him before. Um, in a spooky movie. Spooky movie. It's our dear friend Ashley James. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's more of a comedy, isn't it? Eventually, he, he, the first yeah. one is probably not meant yeah. to be. Well, that, that was this, I, th- this... I think they didn't start it that way. Yeah. He's our hero in all the Evil Dead movies, and 
There's a lot more video games than I thought there were in mm. the TV show, which they just announced again season three, so we're all happy. Awesome. It's in like a high school or something. But Sam Raimi, better than Spider-Man. Better than Spider-Man yeah, 3, I can tell you. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's the only person to like play him, which is cool. Because if yeah. you look through the list of, I'll go back in my photos. It's like that Elvira thing again. If one person can maintain the character for that yeah. long, it just it yeah, ten different it, Jason movies hmm. has been. But it just gives it um, authenticity. Yeah. Um, hmm. And you see the face, and you're like, yeah, that's that guy. Yeah, because even in the remake of Evil Dead, he's in the end credits. You don't actually see him. It's like the silhouette, and he says groovy, and you're like, hey, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's still in it all, and yeah, he. Is in the cabin, part of the... Yeah, yeah we the, the demons from demons. the Necronomicon. Demons! I, li- I like, um... I do like watching him just go insane in the house. Yeah, but... Like, I love how he's had to, like, bury his sister, his girlfriend, like... His dad dies eventually. Yeah. Like, everything is fucked. And he's still just a smart-ass <laughs> That was the best episode in season two when he went went back home and he's seen his dad and oh, his dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? That does throw like a weird thing. Yeah. There's the TV show saying like, oh, guy went to cabin with all his friends, mysteriously comes back alone. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, and, and like, it, it makes so much and sense. And they call him Slashy Ashy. It's the best. Yeah. Have you, we don't care about spoilers. That, is, that episode is the greatest ending of all time. Yeah. How his car gets Christine by the demons, mm. and they leave the bar after him and his dad finally connecting, and his dad just gets right over by his car, <laughs> and she falls to his knees, and starts that generic scream. And, and then about the... a tenth of a second into the scream, it just cuts. I love yeah. it. I love an abrasive cut. Yeah, like the, those are so funny. But the best part is this episode after that. It comes back. The car hits reverse, comes back over the head. <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> seriously we, we haven't got into the TV show yet on the podcast but fuck I recommend that like, so hard we all love a it's little amazing. bit of a smart ass like Spider-Man's a cheeky boy but when shit's going down he isn't yeah but Ash keeps it and he's fighting a bit more fucked up shit than Spider-Man yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ash is good we like Ash I like when he punches that chick's mum <laughs> yeah, what what's that on that's on Stan, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Stan TV show. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have Stan, get like a month free trial, watch it and then delete it, whatever. But yeah, it's we re- we recommend show. that show. It's really wait, good. wait until season three comes out. I reckon yeah, the sh- get get the most out of your it. Not or, just get a, or just get a second email. There isn't many times where they stop making a movie and downgrade to a TV show that the TV show is as good if not better yeah i reckon i enjoy watching the show better than the yeah. movies and i love the movies speaking of movies you're doing uh, a pretty good job with this tangent shit man i'm so good at this segue the segue thing. queen all right i'm gonna try um, and derail you to combat this <laughs> sean can you tell us about our filmmaker for today yes i can horace p mctitties i was gonna say that but then i thought <laughs> sean's gonna actually say it. all right I am going to talk about George R. Romero. May he rest in peace. Yes. George R. R. Martin. Yes. No, um, <laughs> no this guy actually... This guy's zombies are cool. This guy actually finished his stories. Yeah, this guy's not hacky. Yeah. No, he's a bitch. 
Javelin is not intimidating. Oh, why don't you get a whip too, you Nancy boy fuck? Yeah, what a fuck. Indiana Jones can suck it. What? That's not in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know, but I, I used whip as a Nancy weapon example, and I realised that he had one, and he can go fuck too. Yeah, but that's because he was hallucinating while he was frozen in carbon, right? Uh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say because he was dying in that fridge. You can win a life-size carbon like the sideshow one. At least it's a Battlefront worth pre-ordering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Our story of George Romero starts when Mr. and Mrs. Romero got nasty. And <laughs> oh, they fucking did they get nasty they, or did they get They got nasty. nasty. Anyway. Have you ever seen the pile driver move? <laughs> <laughs> no, one. I don't that's, want to. That's how you got the birth of the zombie. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, anyway. So, he was born back in 1940. Uh, and... Sadly, he passed away this year. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it was a bummer. It was yeah. yeah. And we were actually going to go and see him. We were yeah. going we to do this really big detour and meet him, but... That was just yeah. very unfortunate. But anyway, he is the man that birthed the modern zombie of today. Without oh. him doing so, well, we wouldn't have... Heart, like, lit- we really yeah. wouldn't have a single zombie thing after the fact. Yeah, it... Fair enough, it may have come about, but it would never be the same as what it is now. Yeah. So, back in the 1968, it was Living, Night of the Living Dead was directed by him, and that kicked everything off. Um, it, it, You know, sure, it's an old movie, it doesn't age well, but... It started something pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for what it is, you did, can, did you you can give it the time. Did you watch Black and White? Black and white. Yeah, so I've I only ever seen the black and white one. I haven't seen the colours. I think it hides some of the date to do with black and white. Yeah. I, I prefer the zombies as corpses. Shambling dudes. Like, I've seen photos of old graves in, like, England and shit, and they've actually built a fucking cage that goes yeah. in the ground so that if zombies were real, they couldn't get out. Yeah, those we, are cool. We have that here. I'm it's pretty sure there's one in it, um, the mm. Mackay Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like I love that. I'm going to get out if I'm dead and all fucked up. Well, I'm yeah, gonna get a cage. Catch a zombie in a cage, sell tickets for everyone to see it. My cage is to keep fuckers but, out. <laughs> but when they decided to take it from corpses to a sickness, that would have to be the greatest mm. modern change yeah. up ever. Because they made it plausible. How do you guys feel about the classic zombie, like the um, the voodoo. Like, yeah, the voodoo melted like fungus brain, a bane, a witch doctor kind of zombie. Uh, alright. That's kind of cool. I do, I do have cool. fun with that I shit. Think, it's I almost a different category now. Is it's got its own mystery. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, modern times they've used that whole, you know, fungus brain story for Last The Last of Us. Us. Yeah, they used to. And well, I haven't awesome. played Last of Us, but I've seen watched cutscenes and story stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it works. It, it's really good. And then you've got the opposite side, which is the virus, which everything does now. Fucking most of it. Like, like, I think it's, hit the it's one of those things of it depends on the story you're telling. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It you know can be I'm, done really well either way. The origin's a character in time. Yeah. You know where I'm coming from though. Like Exorcist and Poltergeist are awesome. Ghosts and possession and shit. And then you look at like fucking Conjuring and Paranormal Activity. Mm. Like when they try and shake shit up, it doesn't work. But the sickness over living corpses like that, that is a good really move yeah. yeah well he did not of the living dead then they had um season of the witch was after that which was basically Halloween the Friday. graduate um in a way and then what was it crazies have you seen the crazies no 
Go on. Yeah. Um, they did a modern one of it with kick-ass Timothy Oliphant in it, right? Um, and yeah, it was a modern retake on, uh, redone on it, which is basically uh, it sort of plays on that whole government fucking with people. Oh, it's damn um, bastards. Oh yeah, damn straight. And it's basically, it's a movie about mass hysteria caused by a virus, released by the government. Mm. And yeah, so there's a modern version of it, which is pretty damn good, actually. I've got that one. I've actually got all these at home, I think. Cool poster. Yeah. Mm. But check that one out. But the big one is Dawn of the Dead, back in 78, which got the remake in 2004, which really kicked things back. This is Shopping Mall Zombie, right? Yeah, this is the mall one, yeah. The remake is so cool. And it's probably... Debatable. No, we'll just say it is the last good movie that Zack Snyder made. I didn't know he made a good one. That's exciting. You didn't know yeah, he made that one. No, I didn't know he made a good movie ever. That, that's probably because this one was written by George Romero again. Mm-hmm. He rewrote it with James Dunn. Oh, sorry, no. Did you see that motherfucker got a pop final now? Yeah. Yeah, but he's Dude. fucking sick. He got a dancing nuts. group for like ten minutes of a movie. That's sick. <laughs> that's pretty good. Hey, well, I haven't seen a dancing swamp thing, so fuck off. I mean, I'd actually like that. You you, you oh, haven't seen that Batman and Harley Quinn animated movie? The Swamp Thing makes a big appearance in that, like this big godlike creature. He comes in, he says, "I'm not really gonna deal with this," and he leaves. It's like, what the fuck was the <laughs> point of that? No, he goes to Zelda like Pennywise. No, he's he's no, like he's this I'm a non- like forcery god thing, and he goes, "I yeah, do not pass judgment on earthly things." I have leaves. ascended your. Your bullshit, he says. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why did you put him in this movie? Oh, fucking swamp people, get out of here. What about huh? swamp thing? Oh, um, no, Zack uh, Snyder. Can I just say that Batman vs Superman is pretty good? <laughs> yeah. You are a fun. No, no, I'll, I'll agree. That it's probably not worth the argument with Dude, other people. Looks that's... like a mouldy crumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he puts the candy in the but mouth. But seriously, Dawn of the Dead is probably the last one he's made that you. Don't have many arguments with people about if yeah. it's good. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, like everything else after that, there's always something bad. Like there's always Legends of Goldies and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. seriously, if um, there wasn't a George Romero, there wouldn't be fucking zombies anymore. No, I, don't, no, exactly. I don't even think they would have bothered. They would have become like a mummy. Yeah, like you wouldn't have Walking Dead now. Like no. Kirkman wouldn't have had the idea while he's working what? at a freaking lighting John place to write stuff. Two thousand and four. Yeah. Plot hole in here. Sorry. Sucker punch. No, it's fucking shit. Um, 300's pretty good. I didn't mind that. <sighs> Is his Watchmen good? I still have to I, read I've it. I've tried to watch it four times and I've never got past the half an hour mark. Yeah? Oh, and it, I don't know it. why. I like it. I don't I like know it. why. I Certain points, I'm, I get caught <laughs> on because... Did you not work or something? I'm like, you know, the comic Nazi with it. Yeah. So yeah. things like, you know... It's not. It's not what the book did. It's, so it's relatively. Yeah, they change a lot. Yeah. Can stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, if you really push the, it, it kind of works. That's the biggest splotch on my fucking geek resume. As I haven't read Watchmen yet. That's I'll give you the book to take home with you. That's that's shameful shit. Um, Speaking of books. Oh fucking hell. Hello. <laughs> Hi Meg. Um. <laughs> Man, I am segueing queen today. I hope the last one just does not work at all. If this is Twilight, I'm walking the fuck out. No, no, no. I wouldn't allow this. This is is your department. Okay. I'm going to need to call on you a little bit. Oh, oh, um, shit. This is HP Lovecraft. Oh, shit. (laughs) Cthulhu. 
Yes, true. Going back to the one we talked about before, uh, yep. he also he wrote the screenplay for Three Hundred: Rise of an Empire, which means he wrote the scene where Old Mate goes to the villains to talk. We're still talking about Zack Snyder. Which, yeah, we're talking about yeah. Three Hundred. Yeah, go on. The, mm. You know how the bad guy was a chick. He goes over to her boat to discuss a surrender. They fuck, and then he just goes, I'm out. See you on the battlefield, bitch. <laughs> Zack Snyder wrote that. So. That's exactly something he would do. But that's such a good scene. He thinks he's in the palm of his hand, and he just leaves, and then he kills her like 20 minutes later. That's I great. love that part of Batman vs. Superman. What, where he's like, I thought he was Wonder Woman. Your friend is like, I thought she was with you, and he's, despite the fact that he emailed her asking her to come. No. I she was with yeah. me. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Meg, fix this. Yes. So, Howard Phillips Lovecraft was. Howard Phillips? Wow. Sounds much more mysterious if we just stick to HP. Yeah, Harry Potter Lovecraft. Yeah. Harry Potter Lovecraft. He was born on August 20th, 
I think that does add like an element now. to his story. Like he someone un- fame. he did it for himself, yeah. and then and then it's like cool later. Like someone uncovers this old book by a dead guy, and it's just all of yeah, all, all of this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that happened a lot yeah. back in the day. Like a lot of artists in that when they were alive, people told mm. them they were basically and, and less than shit on the like side of the streets, and now their works and stuff. If, if, if it wasn't for HP. The South Park superhero trilogy would be more boring because we wouldn't have our dear friend Cthulhu. No. But who does it? Is he credited as creator of like any other thing like that, or is it just mainly Cthulhu? It's a whole universe. Yeah, it's a whole universe. Like he's he's got his own dark universe. Yeah, but that's that's the standout. You know them leather-bound books we're getting. Mm. He has two of them in there that are both about that thick, and I think they have different shit in them. Mm -hmm. Like he's. Made you got um. He's a like he's a um. He, he writes short stories. He wrote short stories. Yeah, he's he like a goosebumps man. Novelist and a poet, so he wrote mm. like all sorts. Of things. And this, the thing about his stories was they're not jump scare horror or gory horror. They're Even suspenseful, shit yourself horror. Because yeah, we're yeah. just started like, getting into all that shit. Yeah, he, that stuff's so much better. Like I find jump scares to be so hacky. And I, I love seeing jump scare in a book. It's like, oh, oh he jumped. was slow music and a <laughs> wig on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, the font size jumps like six. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, he wrote it so... And he wrote it so it was heaps of suspense in it. And mm-hmm. also, you didn't always find out what happened. Is the mystery. It's a difficult it, thing. That's like doing it in... As an author, that's probably the hardest medium to do that yeah. shit, and he done such a good job. Well, well there's about 51 films based, made based on his writings. Um, uh, like, uh, one that I've been wanting to see happen was going to be a Glamour Del Toro movie, um, uh, Mountains of Madness. That is a, one yeah, of the short... Yeah, that's one of his books that I was to... Yeah, sorry, I'm cutting in. <laughs> That's why you're here. That's, that's why we're here to talk yeah. about these people. So, but yeah, no, definitely, if you want to tell them about that, that's a recommend one of those. That is one of the books you read or stories. Yeah. That's the go-to. Uh, the books that he wrote or stories were The Call of Cthulhu. I can't really say his name right. Yeah, that's right. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Isn't his name Cthulhu. specifically like the unnameable dude? The unnameable dude. The unnamed <laughs> one. Yeah, something. I was playing a bit of trivia here because the reason I found out what that was was on Metallica's second album like there's a song called yeah but they wrote that song years before and I always didn't get it because it was spelt wrong and I just wrote in the trivia here that they did that because in some versions of the story saying his name will summon him so they spelt it different it's mm. like a little reference. So everyone listening to this on like a Bluetooth speaker is just having a really tough time right now. Yeah. Our thoughts and prayers go out to you. Bathe in that fear. Yeah. Others were The Shadow Out of Time at the Mountains of Madness. Um, the Shadow Over Innsmouth. Um, Everything's got like a Skyrim name. It's hard to keep track. Uh, <laughs> the Dream Quest of Unknown Hadar. Yeah. Yeah. As well as others. 
Um, and many, many more. Many, many more. Well, so they reckon that he wrote about 28. They can't exactly piece it down because he did like a lot of articles and that. But bringing it back to what Trey was talking about, he is the person who wrote the Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Yeah. yeah. Which is um, it's a fictional yeah, textbook. Sorry, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a, like a fictional textbook that takes part in like his most things. And it does in there, like, talk about deadites and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if it wasn't for H.P. Lovecraft, we would we probably wouldn't have Evil Dead again. We wouldn't have Slashy Ashy. Fucking Zombie Tramp doesn't get created without the Necronomicon either. Mm-hmm. So that's all. That's that's my fill of tits for the month. Gone. Metallica album after that. There's a song called "The Thing That Should Not Be," yeah, which is also Cthulhu. But this podcast, <laughs> the Metallica fact page. Oh my god. You got um, that one bookmarked. Trey's in a rabbit the hole. Shadow over Innsmouth, mm-hmm. which is what that song's about, was the only story that got published as a book when he was alive. Mm. Like, that's one. Mm. And now they've got two books. How thick, Kyle? Fucking thick. Maybe an inch and a half? No, oh, the girth on that. Yeah, like, <laughs> wrote countless It's thick enough to beat a horse to death, easy. pretty famous now, but only one got published yeah. this time. It's like the epitome of quiet achiever. Speaking of that, shadows over. Get fucked. <laughs> over the world. Yeah. Hey Toby. Hmm? Tell us about our um, real. I don't think that was a good tangent. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Hey Toby, why don't you skin someone's fucking? So, can, can we reference the obvious? Hmm? Every podcast we open with. It is a beautiful egg. Did I do that this week? No. No, you didn't. This is. Oh, I think I did. This is Edgeen. <laughs> so, can you now explain to us why we have Edgeen Thursdays? Alright, one of my picks this week delves into the real world. This guy's responsible for, like, like we Leather were saying. Face, yeah. Psycho, bloody face in American Horror Story. Buffalo um, Bill. Yeah. Norman like Bates. Countless, countless. Horror movie and TV show and, things, and every Thursday for the last year for us. Well, even Imagine him getting together with HP Lovecraft. Technically, wearing HP Lovecraft. If your movie doesn't come from a book, it comes from a dude. Yeah, because mm. technically, even Jason Truth is Stranger than Fiction inspired by him because like a weird love for his own mum. Yeah, thing probably Stifler's mum too, to a lesser extent. Mm. Alright, so um, Edward Theodore Gein was brought into this world August 27th, so I was close, mine's 26th. Put it back in. Put it back in indeed, in 1906. Um, born to a drunk man and his precious perfect mother, um, or at least in his eyes, fucking Augusta. This, this fridge-shaped beast woman was a fucking Bible thumper to the point where all women were Satan's tools, um, you know, and not a single outside influence would ever interfere with her perfect little Ed. Um, without getting too much into Ed Gein's psychology, this repressed all feelings towards women, um, to the point where he wanted to be one, you know? And he got there, kind of. And, but as you can probably guess, 1940s Wisconsin didn't have a great gender reassignment, sort of... Yeah, it's not... ability. Not this time. No. They, they couldn't just, like, 3D print up a labia for him. You know, it's yeah, more complicated. Good times. You couldn't just Good times people up and wear their skin, though. That's right. That'll do it. 
Um, yeah, so he did the closest thing he could to being a uh, woman, digging up fresh corpses, made furniture out and keepsakes out of the body, and fashioned their skins into what technically is the most violent cosplay to date. So he tanned himself up a labia. Mm. Mm. He, he, he Jessica Negri to the highest order. <laughs> oh, wait, we get into what he had in boxes. Oh, yeah. I don't like the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. That's the title of the episode. Oh, wow. So, without him, Friday the 13th, um, oh, hang on, I've gone somewhere else. Wow. <laughs> I would recommend the last podcast on the left's episodes about him because they get way more in depth than we have time for. Um, why I love this guy is that he's one of the most well-known serial killers in the world, but he only killed two. Yeah, maybe three. We'll get into that, but well, like that's three. that's fucking no numbers compared to anyone else. Mm. Um, the jury is still out on his brother's mysterious death. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get my into it. My brother's missing. I'll help you look. Oh, they're straight to his. Oh, here he is. Oh, boy, he's dead. Oh, wow, that's interesting. He didn't. He just went yeah. straight to it. How's that for luck? Mm. <laughs> Buy a lot of tickets. Yeah, it's it's just the unique and insane behaviour that that was Ed Gein that inspired horror for decades to come, even to this day. Um, without him, Friday the Thirteenth would be just a boring film about campers camping. And then they go home at the end, so it's insane. Oh, with lots of problems. Oh, fuck, it would have just been a porno. Yep. Fuck Ed Gein. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so on April Fool's Day of 1940, Ed's father, George, died of heart failure due to alcoholism at 66, and Ed and his brother, Henry, would cover living expenses by doing odd jobs around Plainsfield, Wisconsin. While Henry specialised in handyman stuff, Ed mostly babysat under his... You know, his underdeveloped mind kind of got along with children better than adults. What do you look at me when I say that? When you say that? I don't know. Making sure I... You own a comic store. That way you pretty much live in. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get here on a Monday, and you're just kind of like, oh, hey guys, we're just here. On the floor in a sleeping bag. How do you get in? What? He didn't leave. <laughs> So good, good, good old Henry eventually started dating a single mother of two and was on his way out of the Gein house. Um, I love Henry because every night while Augusta sat her two boys on her knee and read them the Bible, then taught them how to jack it because masturbation is better in God's eye than interacting with a harlot at all. I don't um, think God enjoyed people jerking it though. It's better than talking to a woman. Yeah, but I, I feel like God would dislike that more i love that it was a woman telling him all this shit i'm as soon as i win as that's not on my shirt at all it's a different shirt it's on my hat that's so like while ed gain's enthralled and captivated by this penis education and bible stuff his brother henry's like the fuck is this shit i gotta get out of here as quick and quietly as possible um and unfortunately for henry he does um, in May 1944, he was helping Ed burn some marshland off the property. The fire got out of hand, and once it was cleared up by the fire department, Ed reported Henry missing. Um, Eddie took a search party, walked right to his location, and they found him dead. You know, it's weird that he died in that fire with no burn marks or smoke in his lungs, and he was fucking strangled to death, but, you know, that's... Don't worry, about would, like, <laughs> don't worry about it. Why would they not go, yeah, he did it, after they find out how fucked up he is? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't brought up on it later. I don't, I don't think he needed anything else to put in yeah, there. Yeah, I suppose it's just it's unnecessary at the point we get to. <laughs> so now, so with Henry and the dad gone, it's just Henry and his mummy. And there is a fucked up anecdote I found about them watching a farm dude beat a dog to death in front of a woman. And Augusta was so appalled and disgusted by the scene. 
I mean, seriously, a woman living with a man? That's fucking horrific. They're not they even married. Yeah, they weren't married, so yep. she was real against it. Oh, the that's... man is killing his own dog. Yep, she was so disgusted that she fucking had a rage stroke. <laughs> you know, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm pretty sure killing yeah. a dog is not good in God's eyes either. Yep. Yeah, so she died of a stroke and he lost his only friend, his one true love, and he was absolutely alone in the world. And that's a quote from Harold Schechter, the guy who did the biography. Um, so two very presumably gross years later, he is caught for the murder of Bernice Warden and Mary Hogan. Um, for the fucking poor bastards involved working with the police, um, there was no big deal at the time, just two murders, you know. They go to his house to search for evidence... And holy fuck, do they find some. In fact, I've brought along a list of all of it for us to go through together as a family. (laughs) Alright, I'll start with whole human bones and fragments. Wastebasket made of human skin. Pass it around. Okay. Third one. Human skin covering several chair seats. You can see it if you're cheeky on Google. Yeah, if you Google hard enough, you can find this stuff. Skulls on his bedpost. That's pretty fucking cool. That's metal. But real skulls, not fake skulls. Uh, female skulls, some with tops sawn off. So like a big fancy ashtray, I guess. Oh. Another um, hole in the bottom of his skull. Oh, no, similar to what no, I've got here. Just bowls made out of human skulls. A corset made from a female torso, skin from the shoulders to the waist. Now, if you find the, that... Don't. Dude, that chick was fucking... She was busty. He, he had a good week. Now yeah, he's busty. <laughs> now I'm the boobed one. Uh, and if you he's making a full-on, like, costume, like, or, like, an outfit, because leggings made from human leg skin. Yeah, he would if literally wear a woman and then play a bongo drum made out, out of yeah, woman. He did a lot more than kill two people. He was digging up the fresh corpses to skin them. Hmm. Yeah, he's a grave digger. He's not a killer, really. Masks made from out of the, the skin two. of female heads. Let's all sit and think of how nice Leatherface looks when he wears his Yeah, there's, there's no way like, Ed Gein looks in a mirror and sees like a sparkling, glittery, beautiful woman and then it just cuts to reality. It's just pass and sadness. Just like, I just um, like to look on John's face currently. Is uh, like, that's me <laughs> um, That's me old looking trying to find the name. Oh, that's him trying to reach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, What's Mary, Mary Hogan's face? face mask in a paper bag. Yep. That's what was that one that he had, had queued up for the day? How was that a good, good, good preservation? Just throw it in a fucking bag. He's letting it dry out. He's well, like bananas when they're not right. You put them in the paper bag. Yep. So Sean had her oh, face in a paper bag, and I have. That's it. He paper bagged it. Brown bagged it. And he put her skull in a box. Yeah, this is a great list. Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. Yeah. Head sack. Head sack. I hope Megor Kai gets the fucked up There's a couple. Oh, yeah, the fucked up in one. A plastic bag in front of. Is it Gene? Gene. Gene's. Sorry. Gene's hot belly stock. Once again, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, there's this whole misinformation thing about him being a, uh, a cannibal, but it's way not the case. He just had ran out of room on the shelves and put it near the stove. Alright. Because I said I hope Megan Kai get this one, of course I get it. Here we go. Nine vaginas in a shoebox. <laughs> one was spray painted fucking silver for yeah, some reason. Spray painted it like shiny chrome silver to preserve it. It didn't work. It's That's just his, as bad as the rest oh, of them. No. It's his Barbarella one. 
<laughs> this is my fancy pussy. This that? is my Michael Jackson. All right, where are we? The vaginas. There we are. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, here we are. And there's the podcast name. Yep. The vaginas. Uh, okay. A young girl's dress and the vaginas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. They had extra pussies that didn't fit like in the box. sewn to a dress? That's disturbing. Maybe. Could oh, you really? this dude <laughs> no, at the the one you had and he's like, you know, there's too many vaginas in my shoebox. I have to put some of them on this girl's dress. Um, we got us the belt made from female human nipples. That's another funny thing to yeah, get. Yeah, that was like fucked that up. One. Don't, thanks thanks for deciding that was fucked up, Try the nipple belt. Oh, noses. Which is weird, because they're not attached to any faces. So there was even... Yeah, like, where did these ones come from? Yeah, I feel, I feel like we've done face. a disservice. I feel like this should have been, like, 12 days of Christmas. 12. Oh, noses. One nipple nine belt. <laughs> Full of nine vaginas. Two other <laughs> Five human face masks. A pair of lips um, on a window shade drawstring. <laughs> like, like, obviously, he's fucked up, but that's just a weird place to put lips. Yeah, he's making out yeah. with a curtain. Yeah. Uh, a lame shade the made from the skin of a human face. That's an easy one to find as well. Hmm. It looks like the Necronomicon from Evil Dead. Alright, and last but not least, fingernails from female fingers. It's, it's Why just is keep... it female fingers? Because they were painted. Well, they're not from man fingers, man. Well, he's not, he's not going to dig up a dude. Because he didn't want to be a man. He wants to be a girl. If he wants to be a man, he'll just pretty be a normal guy. He'll just calm the fuck down. Yeah, and finally, somehow the creepiest part, a locked room. So, like, all this shit is just out on display and the cops are like, oh, what the fuck's in the boarded up one? <laughs> you go in there, it's real nice. Yeah, you go in there and they find Augusta's bedroom boarded up and completely untouched since the day of her death. Um, he was like, oh, hold on. The girl he murders, like, entire body, like, hung from the feet from the room. Yeah, you could you could reassemble her with this list of evidence. Yeah. If you wanted to, I guess. She, did, she didn't have nine kids. vaginas, though. Well, she's a very talented woman. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Now you can tell your friends about the butcher of Plainsfield, and they'll, sli- they'll slightly s- s- shuffle away from you. Yeah. There you go. Maybe, sh- maybe you should put, a, like, a add-in before that part for those of. For those who want friends, don't, don't, skip don't, yeah, don't, just ignore this if you want social life. What is, what, what did they call him? The Butcher of Plainsfield. What's your favourite nickname for a killer? Oh, that's a good question. i got to go with, uh, Milwaukee Cannibal. That's a good one. No, I'm going Behal of the Butcher. That's fiction. Dexter's cool. Oh, okay, that, I, uh, alright. Fuck you. He's cool, so it counts. I gotta go with Grand River Killer because his name's so iconic that I always forget his real name. That's not very iconic. Yeah, I know, but it stands out really good. Um, what else you got? You got any more? Oh, fucking Son of Sam's a big one. Zodiac Killer. Oh, Zodiac, yeah, that's a good one. That's because I don't know his real name, though. Yeah, because they haven't caught me yet. I I do Mm. like we discussed earlier in the month how, (laughs) again, not a real one, in the first two Halloween movies. His name isn't Michael Myers in the credits, it's The Shape. Yeah, that's a I cool name, man. Cool. I didn't know that till That's cool. That. Hmm. It means some shit, but... It, I don't need to learn for it to sound good. Okay, Tangent well, that bitch. To, to bring this back from depths of hell... Don't. Let's do a nice family-friendly one! Satan! 
Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, no, no that's not as cool as Satan. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, Ed Gein's very similar to the dude who's just a sack with bugs in it. If he was bugs, and the sack was a woman. Spooky shit made by Disney. This is a lot better than Eddie Murphy in The Haunted Pets. Oh, that's a fucking, fucking banger of a film. <laughs> not as good as Eddie Murphy in Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay, I don't so like Eddie Murphy. I do like um. I like Eddie he's Murphy. not as good as Nicolas Cage in Vampire's Kiss. Oh. <laughs> also on Stan, if you get that subscription, I'm just saying. I know, right? Is it? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? Oh, well, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Custom Smith. All right. So in 1982, Tim Burton was working as a Disney animator, and he was getting really fed up with all of this like airy fairy. This cutie bullshit. He was getting Pretty fed much. up with the lack of nipples. Um, but and so he started writing basically a poem that he kind of envisioned turning into a story and that was how a lot of his stuff Superman comes. Returns funny you bring up superheroes <laughs> because while he was working on Batman Returns yeah, I like that Disney one. approached him and said hey we still own the rights to your poem can we turn it into a film which is why um Tim Burton didn't actually direct it or anything. Um, it was directed by Henry Selick, who is the guy that does Coraline, if you want to get real family-friendly spooky. That's uh, fucked up. Um, so it was released October 29th of 1993. Uh, it had a budget of $8 million, but it grossed $75 million, roughly. Um... I'd hate to see how much money they make on just merchandise. Cause holy shit! Yeah, well, Disney Disney actually didn't put it out underneath their own um, like label. They put it out as a touchstone picture because they were like, "Oh no, it's dark and creepy, and no one that knows the Disney name will want to." Yeah, no one will want to like have anything to do with that. So they put it out under like one of their sister ship companies. Pussies. And they were like, oh crap, it's really damn popular and it's a cult film. Quick, re-release it under Walt Disney. Um, Quick, mm. quick. What's the Nightmare Before Christmas one in Robot Chicken? What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's like, um, he goes up to the window and it's like the Jewish Christmas and they've got like the candy and he just goes, yeah, he just goes, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, so the main plot of Nightmare Before Christmas is um, they're getting ready to host Halloween and they're testing out all of their like gifts and things that they put out Um, and Jack Skellington who is the head of um, Eternal Affairs Is he the Pumpkin King? He is the Pumpkin King He's he's the head of Halloween even though there's like a mayor and it's weird um he gets really upset because he's like, this is the same stuff over and over every year. So he goes for this big long walk and he happens to find trees with different holidays like cut into the wood. He finds like a weird calendar man stonehenge thing in yes. the middle of the forest. Um, he opens up the one with the pine tree on it and falls into Christmas Town. Um, and as he's like going around and seeing the different things that make up Christmas, he's like, this is amazing. This is, we have to model ourselves after this. No, so he goes back to Halloween Town and he's trying to explain to them what Christmas is. 
but they're a bunch of vampires and witches and stuff, and so they just don't understand it. So they make a bunch of toys that, like, attack you, and they make reindeers out of skeletons, and, like, it's That's really cute. dark and creepy. I'd like to picture what that film could have been if you went in one of the other doors. Easter. Funny you talk about Nightmare that. Nightmare Before um, Fourth of July. So Nightmare Before 9-11. He just walks in there and there's just fireworks and cowboy hats. Fuck yeah. Boogie Boogie is the gambling boogeyman. And yeah, he hears about... Up. Pretty much. He hears about Jack trying to take over Christmas mm-hmm. and Sandy Claus. And he's like, why would you take over Christmas when you can just kidnap this fat man in a suit and, like, fuck around with him? I, so I, could, I can relate to a character's first reaction to anything is let's do a kidnapping yeah so he sends three little kids lock shock and barrel off to abduct santa and that's a whole different yeah santa would have to know like karate or some shit (laughs) yeah definitely and he rolls snake eyes so you know that it's bad um but it's a good movie they have spoken numerous times about um doing like sequels and stuff about what would happen if he went into another door. But Tim Burton and Henry Selleck have both come out and said it's just, like, it's doing fine on its own and it's such an innocent thing the way that it is that Mm. to continue the story would ruin the entire thing. I do respect things like that. Like, um... Like, they they know they've got something good enough that redoing it will just ruin it. It'll tarnish what they've already got. Like, um... The, the guys behind Back to the Future pretty much like, as long as we're breathing, you can't have it. So there's a lot of yeah, hiring yeah. people to test Don't it. Don't add anything poison. else to our thing that we've already made three movies of. Yeah. Like, we've done, we done our time and we're finished. Um, but that said, they do like to try and keep up with new generations falling in love with it. They redo the soundtrack very regularly because Danny Elfman did all Sweet of the Dubstep original. Remix. But... Um, a couple of years ago when they re-released it under Walt Disney franchising, they um, let, like, Panic at the Disco did a cover, Amy Lee oh. did a cover, like, so they try and, like, I'm sorry, recreate I'm, I'm it. Alone. They try and recreate it without tarnishing the original product, which I really like. And a fun bit of trivia, the film is a stop-motion animation, as most of Tim Burton's stuff was in that day. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. It took a hundred thousand or almost a hundred and ten thousand frames to make the movie. Twenty sound stages, and mm-hmm. each character model has ninety different like heads to bodies to hands yeah. to feet because they just kind of plug a new thing on every scene that they need them to have a different face or yeah, something. They for every second of film, you've got to have like 24 seconds, uh, 24 frames of mm. pictures. So yeah. they only move in that fraction each time. And I think it took, like, it took almost 10 years for them to get this all, all of the frames of yeah. things. So. Um, that brings up a problem I have with this and like a thousand other movies. Is where I, I think about it and I'm like, fuck, that was a good movie. We should go back and watch it. And I put it on, I'm like, oh, there's singing and songs and shit in this. Yeah, if you're not the South Park movie, don't worry about the singing. Musical numbers trick me all the time. You can time. have 
music in the background, but I don't want to watch the characters singing because I can't follow what they're doing. I do, I do I it all the time. Like, like I like Lilo and Stitch because there's no music yeah, in there. Yeah, like I'll I'll be like, oh man, that corpse probably movie was something. Let's put that on, and it's like, ah, there's a bunch of sing songs like, in oh, here. Team America, how the songs are talking about what's going on, but Black Dynamite does that really actually, well yeah. as well. I watched Moana recently. Huh? No, actually, I, I don't mind that one. Little sing. Because yeah. Dwayne Johnson, the rocks yeah. he's pretty I, cool. I had that song stuck in my head for weeks. Nothing but respect I, for my president. <laughs> I so hope it works. Every time I watch it, yeah. like, I'm sitting there feeding bubs yeah. afterwards or washing her in the shower, yeah. and I'm like, you well, It's such a great fucking earworm, that song. It's the best. And I, like, that song, everyone says that, like, Princess and the Frog was such a good movie because it's, like, their first black um, the research and that that they put into Moana is amazing. But it's Princess one of the, and the first. Frog's pretty fucking good too. Yeah, oh, I love that movie. I like it better than like Tangled and Frozen. Tangled. But like far, with right? Moana, Moana, it's the is... first film in the last twenty years to be translated into Tahitian because uh, they. Do you reckon they're just making racist sound? No, well that's. <laughs> yeah, it is Disney, so they they went to all of the islands and everything and made sure that they did everything right and they got all of the stories right and like the rocks come out recently and said my character in that is purely based on my grandfather like he, they made him bring in photo albums of his grandfather and that so that they could work it all out yeah. like Although, um, like, one of the most terrifying things I've seen lately is that picture of the rock where he's wearing the bum bag oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and then they put the Moana face like um Put his face in there from the yeah. and I'm like, whoa! He's remade that photo like Does, as he looks yeah. now. That's great. Um, oh, I had an opinion. Alright, um, <laughs> I have an opinion. Me, me, me and Kara are very yin yang. She likes to be happy, and I'm a cynical person. So, really? when, so when she's all like, oh, they're so dedicated. They went to Tahiti to do research. Like, no, bitch. They went on a fucking holiday on the taxpayer money. Yeah, those fucking pigs. Taxpayer money. Ta- Disney taxpayer money. If they were the government, oh. Trump would be that, president right now. Is that the Seriously, though, they'll goof off and go on holiday. Ken? What? Things we're talking about? That's it. Does, we did it. Does anybody have any other horror recommendations or spooky shit? Oh, shit. If we do, but that's next year. Yeah, got to say. All right, how about how about this? No, tra- no cause All our listeners. Sean sure is with me and he's very fucking sad that Xenomorphs didn't get in on this. Yeah. You should have said it when you were creating the list. <laughs> we did no, are, are you going to do a sci-fi one? Because I'll be all up in that shit. Bonus, okay, bonus sci-fi. Bonus spooky. Go on. No, no, sci-fi. I mean, like, we do a sci-fi no, episode. No, we should do a sci-fi episode. Oh, we should definitely do we a sci-fi We can do a sci-fi episode. Top 10 sci-fi. Sci-fi episode. Actually, you're after us. I choose Ewoks. Ewoks. You say murder lots of soldiers just doing their job. And then play music on their skulls. I think next year's Halloween we should do like topics because I was like fuck we could just do a spooky episode about Pokemon shit I was thinking that today mm. so and then we're gonna put the lavender town in the background so everyone has a seizure so actually mm, Nightmare Before Christmas Halloween or Christmas movie both that's that's more of a that's such Christmas a fucking movie. scam well let's cash in on let's the festivities twice. twice yeah but that's like I, I see it more as both now these days because, like, the reject shop here had Christmas decorations before it had Halloween decorations. Yeah, it makes it six miles. Like, it's oh, such a... That's those Australia. two holidays... Yeah, those two holidays run bad. so close together that 
it's kind of like you know it's it's the november movie it's the movie that you get it's a to thanksgiving like film holy shit yeah it's the film that you get that transitions you from halloween to christmas feels so you well, should watch nightmare before christmas in protest of that i'm gonna watch die hard at christmas and halloween fuck then. yeah yeah that's fine <laughs> I've never seen it, so go for it. Hey, that... <gasps> you bitch! You all make that sound okay. every time I say that, and yet you all okay. are never sure. Meg and I are no longer friends because of the whole Twilight reference. Now we're off now with... Cops. No, but I, I like, like the facts. You're forgiven. For three years now, I've been saying I've never seen Die Hard. Everyone makes that reaction. No one's ever done anything to rectify it. Well, here's the thing. So, Every time so, we, we get home, it's like... So, Tom, so probably you hasn't be... seen it either. I have, hasn't but... seen Star Wars. I've seen because all of them, but Mum has them at her house, not at ours, well, so I can watch show her. Unfriend Toby, because Toby hasn't rectified this. Toby hasn't seen Toby. shit. Dude, I'm going to... I've got the Die Hard collection. Nice. I remember, all I remember the PlayStation 1 collection being shit. No, we're not talking about games. I know, but that sucked. Talking about things that suck... <laughs> we'll, we'll do a, we'll do a, like a four play homework question here because you've brought it up. What, what's your favorite like holiday movie? Did we do this like two fucking weeks ago? Didn't we end up not doing it? No, no we, we did it when we did. Because I said Nemo, and they all, all you guys were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "No, that's, a, that's just." What and you all yelled at me because I said, "Okay, okay, so yeah, all right, all right. Let me let me let me swap it. Like, if you have to sit down, if you sit one of our listeners down for Halloween night, what movie would you? Oh, what, would, what would you force people to watch? Animal oh man, I'm doing. Alright, so that's Trace' recommendation. <laughs> no, Sean, what do you got? Nope. Um, dog soldiers. Yeah, right. Well, I think because it's a lot, and anyone can jump into it. It's nothing before it. Just for a Halloween kind of movie, I think Trick or Treat. Because Sam is a cool Actually, yeah. yeah. I was thinking Trick or Treat before about this. Like, why wasn't it brought up? I love Sam. Because we could only pick one at a time. That's true. There's too many to choose from. It's fun. It's well, that's, that's, that's I've literally all What's your favourite child sort of thing? You know? you got to pick one. In, in our thing, I've gone through and just deleted what our answer was. So the next year, we can literally just use the same list again. Awesome. <laughs> And plus, it's got Brian Cox. In. So awesome. you need to subscribe now, so that next October when this comes out again, you got to go through twelve months of crap before you get to that. Oh, <laughs> and crap indeed. <laughs> Welcome and good day. The two likes, and we release the smoothie bucket. No, we're not doing the no. oh, I have to delete that off my computer. So no, I want to see the it so that if we get more than two fans, we can say, "Oi." You trace some money. No. And he'll, he'll You're gonna sell it, it to people, bootleg. No, stuff that. Release it as a Patreon. Yeah, sure. Sure. Hasn't even yeah. Heard it. yeah. yeah I want to hear it. it. We're saving it for no, Patreon. It's not Put it on Patreon. I'll I'll pay ten bucks the, for the, it. The quality starts off really bad, and then we we give up on talking about the movie ten it's minutes in. Yeah, and then we just write the homework question became like two hours of us just screaming with tinfoil hats on. I I was ready to release it. I got a minute into yeah, editing. Yeah. Toby and I got into such a big fight, we didn't talk for three days. <laughs> it's not coming out. I drank <laughs> way too much. <laughs> no. The only other time I drank for a podcast was Suicide Squad, but I knew my limits because of Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he set the bar at Men in Black. <laughs> the thing about these... Good podcast. Uh, these, these men are black. <laughs> it's like oh, and then suddenly we're just arguing about how jfk's head just exploded on its own 
It had nothing Why to do the with the shooter. Why the Two-Face Thanos? Oh, well. But older. <laughs> okay. Can we, can we do some homework now? Kyle, you have to recommend a horror movie to people. Uh, Halloween Town. Oh, yuck. Go, go on to ABC. Go on to ABC. Watch 13 Days of Halloween. Best programming ever. You see all the Adams Family again and again and again yeah, and again and again. I'm, you guys are all missing out on one very important piece of Halloween, and that's the sluttiness of it. So I'm going to combine the sluttiness with the monsters, and I'm going to recommend zombie strippers. I'm already seeing it. I'm excited for slutty Pennywise this year. Harley Quinn's out this year for Pennywise. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Hit the bricks, really you bad yeah. representation. No, no, my favourite what's... character, you fucking slut. I, what's <laughs> my favourite one of your shitty movies? You like Zombie and the Stoner. Coed and the Zombie Stoner. Yeah, that one. Coed and the Zombie Stoner. The only way to calm down a zombie is to fucking smoke a little bud, have a good time. He makes a zombie and he keeps him alive. With weed. With weed. Yeah. As you do. Because then he doesn't want to eat people. He's just chilling. It's I, so great. I, I and he's cabin fever. Oh, actually, that is good. She gets eaten by a dog. Oh, cabin I in the like, woods, even better. I like the one that takes <laughs> the down. That's cabin in the woods. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Thor can do the big motorbike yeah. jump. Yeah. No, you can't. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. Nope. Where's your mole near now, bitch? All right, it's so, all better than Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I tried oh, to watch that again and I turned it off. I was over No, I laugh every time at that. Especially the B scene. I, d- I like yeah. the wood chipper, that's about it. It's just weird. I use a wood chipper at work. Cool. If you can you watch a put funny something movie that's yeah. spooky, yeah. just watch yeah. Good. I'll give you some money after work. One, two, or three, or four, or Haunted House. Yeah. Haunted House is great. Just marathon it. Watch Haunted House. We made our friends watch it every two minutes. She's like, what the fuck is this fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, Kaya, you're in charge of the actual homework question here. So let's bring this fucker in for a landing. Um, tangent it. you got to do another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is going to be a hard tangent. Um, every year, you know, the debate goes out of what, what candy should you buy to give out. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be stuck with an apple with a razor blade in it. <laughs> apple with razor gum. Gum's so terrible. Nine vaginas in a box. <laughs> Toby gave a really good example. A single chicken nugget from McDonald's. I said disco Vicky's. How old? With the Mr. <laughs> he, he was like, we, would, would any parent allow their child to eat mysterious, a mysterious loose nugget? <laughs> no, no, we're not. So I want to know what Halloween candy are you guys looking for if you were going trick or treating? Because we're in Australia, we're not going to. Yeah, what's your holy grail of candies? Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan, huh? Colour bottles. Yeah, I was about to say. The classic colour bottles. You don't really see them anymore, do you? No. That's a lolly shop in town because I'm fucking out of it half the time. They've finally made ones that aren't cola. Yeah. You can get like raspberry bottles. Yeah, yeah two fruity ones. Oh. And cola bottles as big as your ass. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty big, you're like. As big as your ass. Amazing. Big as your ass. Um, Pancakes would be a good one. Yeah. Sauce of maple syrup. In the fucking bag. Oh, ruin ruin everything, everything in the bag. <laughs> you can get, get um, so sticky. Jelly Belly pancake and syrup flavoured. Jelly bellies. We, we all did just I don't think it exceptions. <laughs> um, I think my favourite like candy overall we're talking about today is the fucking pretzel M and M's. 
What about they set a gold standard. The couple They're just a better version of that. We did go trick or treating. I always enjoyed getting the um burgers and pizzas. Oh, fuck yeah, gummy the burgers. Trolleys. Yeah. Oh, they're the best They're good, because you used to get them big fuck-off bags. Yeah. So I've actually been trick-or-treating because I lived in the States for a while. Mm-hmm. And a candy that I would never buy, but I always had tons of after trick-or-treating, Almond Joy. Oh, yeah. It's like a bounty bar, but it actually has like an almond on top of it, but inside the chocolate. It's, they're weird. And I think you've had some, like, they hand them out at Disney. We yeah. went trick-or-treating when we were in grade six, and we went to our grade six teacher's house. And gave you a bag of dicks. No, he was, like, drinking. He was going to a party, and we just walked into his house and made a sandwich. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> he was like, his sandwich, your answer for He, he was a bit weird. He was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so Trey wants a sandwich. <laughs> I don't want dirty beetles. Well, I love dirty beetles. If you're not eating them at like the Melbourne show or something, they're kind of Pop dumb. Pops and Diet Coke or whatever. Mentos. Yep. Mentos and Diet Coke. Well, what about you there, Sean? I don't eat lollies much. Do you want a sandwich? Sandwich sounds great. Subway, 12-inch sub. This is insanely unsuccessful, but when you guys are listening to this at home, me and Kai are in the States celebrating Halloween. Hell yeah. That's why we're doing it early. And um, our, our, our move here was going to be everyone would like pick a candy they wanted. And then when we get back, that can be the homework question is if it's disappointing or not. Because we would just go find it. But Trey just sandwich? wants a fucking sandwich. So I don't know I'm what we're going to do. Oh, I don't really we'll have bring him Charlie's. No, I'm not sharing fucking Charlie's. Or oh, Earl's sandwich. Thanksgiving sandwich. I'm not sharing one of those either. <laughs> we're not sharing it this time. you got to get your own. Nah, the best sandwich... This is the one where you... Homework question. You what cook, is best sandwich? Where you cook ribs. It comes in a chew-ups. And then you just pull the bones out. And then it's and just like... Mm. Yeah. It's like a McRib, but it's not like made out of bioacid. And it's really good. It's <laughs> trialing McVegan now. I'm going to shit in my pants. <laughs> it's all McShit. I'm going to McDonald's again. We're Red Rooster Boys now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> their, their cheeseburgers are really good. Yeah, man. They've got I, so much ketchup on it. Yeah, they just fuck it up with ketchup. We're talking about sandwiches, Trey. Go the hell ahead. On the BuzzFeed worth it. Did you watch the fried chicken one? Yeah. Oh, that's another one. just a store called Red Brewster. And I was like, are you fucking serious? You go on the Red Brewster, but it's an actual restaurant. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. One of our ideas for the Halloween episodes was going to be if we just reviewed all of the unsolved videos. They're great. (laughs) We weren't sure how that would go down, so we maybe put it on the back end. I don't know if I've talked to Sean about them. They're so good. Buzzfeed. No, we brought it up. I, I avoid Buzzfeed. Yeah, but normally we do too. These are funny as fuck. They're the exception to the rule. They have merch now. Oh, the next one's gonna be. They've just released. Yeah, season three. Supernatural. Like they go to that big Waverly Hills mental asylum to look for ghosts, and one guy's like a believer, and the other knows it's bullshit. Are you talking about that? Arguing and shit. Yeah. Hello there, dudes. It's your boy. It's your boy. If you, want to, if you want to eat my heart, turn the light on. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so, so this has been the big anticlimactic idiocy of uh, Halloween month. We did it. Yeah. Happy Halloween, fuckers. Wow, Kai, that is insanely inappropriate coming from you. Um, Considering I, last episode, <laughs> I said, 
The other F word, it's mine. Yeah, you oh, yeah. Yeah, did. We were like, shoot. Wait, Sophie. Yeah. What's that movie about the gay guys on the mountain? Brokeback Mountain? Oh, I meant Lord of the Rings. Ah! <laughs> Babzangi. Alright, everybody, like <laughs> us on Facebook at the School for Wayward yeah, Nerds and Wayward. get on our Twitter at Wayward underscore Nerds. Uh, subscribe to hear more shit. What, what are we doing next please, week? Please, please. What is next week? Next oh. week will be Black Manta. Yeah. No. Yes, it is. Oh, what the fuck? That was ages ago. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. He's really good at injustice. He does. He kicks fucking ass yeah. in injustice. Raiden does too. He's really good. Um, please, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us. It does way more than we thought it would. Yeah. Please rate and review. Every please. time you do it, you save a child. In a third world country. Yeah, every second I spend, I spend looking at our own reviews on iTunes as I spend. I'm not out on the streets strangling prostitutes. So really, you're doing the world yeah. a real okay, so disservice. Man, totally underlined with our own thoughts, which is which is good. <laughs>